Hey y'all, Chris here. I just wanted to jump in before the episode starts to make mention that during the episode we discussed the PlayStation 5 event that was to be held on June 4th, which has been postponed due to the events going on in our world right now. We have just been told today that this event will now be held on June 11th. I also wanted to mention how grateful we are at Come Get Your Podcast to those who understood, and why we decided to postpone our podcast and streams last week. I also wanted to make mention that in the world that we are in today, it is of utmost importance to us at Come Get Your Podcast that we celebrate and support Black creators in our industry. Please read the description of our podcast, as we will be putting links in for Black creators you can follow and support as we have done. We support the movement that is taking place in our country at the moment and around the world. We also hope that you join us when we say that Black Lives Matter. We will never understand, but we will always stand with you. Hello. Hey there. Hello. Welcome to episode 77, or 77, of Come Get Your Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I am Dustin. And I am Chris. How we doing? I'm doing well. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. So you know, one of my dad's favorite drinks is a 7-7. Seven, 7-7? Seven. Seven, seven. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of Seagram's, but in a pinch... If, uh, you know, depending on how divey the bar is, 7-7 seven, seven can go, good, go over well there. I think Especially, it's also, uh, like, go. the favorite drink of many 21-year-old women. Yep. I mean, it's tasty. Yeah, I mean, it is. Is that a fact? I mean, I feel like, I feel like that's, yeah, that was, like, their drink, right? It tends to be. <laughs> just, I think it's just because it's easy to say and it's tasty. Seven seven. Yeah, I mean it's it's literally just two ingredients. It's hard mm-hmm. to mess up. Yep. Uh, which is why if you go up. to a dive bar, it's a good route to go. Um, especially if the bar doesn't have tonic water. That's that's a whole other thing. Have you ever ordered a gin and tonic at a bar and been like been told okay, and then you get a gin and just maybe flat seltzer water no uh-uh. okay i have i don't think i've ever ordered a gin and tonic in my life they're good had a gin and tonic before tastes like a pine tree well depends what kind of gin you use in the ratios the gnt is my wedding drink so mm-hmm. i don't think i had it though i could be wrong i don't know that's a lot of years ago i can make you a gin and tonic Something yeah all right in the future Promise? they're tasty i like them yeah i'll try many things I know, I know you will. I usually will go gin and tonic if I'm thinking, like, if I don't want to go, like, bourbon. Like, if I want to go a completely other route with it, I'll usually do that. But generally, I go bourbon if I'm going to do something like that, like an old-fashioned. Oh. I had an old-fashioned at uh, Oshaval, Okay. which is a best burger still I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, eh, not for me. 
not surprising no? though. It's not. No. I mean, yeah, not, I guess that's, that's true. Yeah, I guess it's true for you. Yeah, that's not surprising. I need the Long Island iced tea, bud. I mean, you are, are a tasty. Long Island man. I are, love a Long Island iced tea, man. Those are also fantastic. I had a happy hour at work the other day. We were talking about tequilas for uh, a, a chunk of it, and there's some good tequilas out there in the world. There sure are. Shout out to Cabo Wabo if you've ever had it. It's my favorite. <laughs> I've I've never had that. It, it's good. It's a, it's a, it's made by Sammy Hagar. Yeah, but it's like smooth, man. It really is. The uh, the tequila I have at my house is a different kind of tequila than Cabo Wabo, because Cabo Wabo is pretty good. Um, but I like mine better because it's the the whiskey drinkers tequila, or at least that's how it was marketed to me. <laughs> This just reminded me because like the last time I really drank just like tequila was like drinking it mm-hmm. was probably at my younger sister's wedding reception late at, late in the night we were As doing yeah, dude we were doing <laughs> shots of tequila with pickle juice chasers oh my god it was dude the pickle juice just it completely it just it make it just smooths everything out it's great well I thought. Talk- I talked about we talked about like bars, you know, like when we were young, when we'd go to when we were younger and what shots we'd take. And I was like, for me, it was either two shots. It was either usually it was tequila, and uh, the second one was rumplements usually. So, Ooh. followed by rumplements or like or no, either or rumplement, or. Okay. either or. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. That's fucked up. I'm like, well, wow. well, so when I, when I went to Arizona, we went to a bar. We asked for rumplements, and they're like, what? Yeah, Doctor McGillicuddy's. No, no. You ever heard? You ever heard of this? Because Rumble is always cheap, man. That's that was yeah, the go-to. It's true. Tastes like, tastes like Christmas. <laughs> it does. I um, when I was in my early twenties, I used to run around um, a franchised establishment that is uh, still around our area called Old Chicago, and uh, mm. they uh, I became. Not friends, but like you know, the bartenders. Like I was, I knew all the bartenders. They knew me. Like we'd laugh, hang out, or whatever. And then eventually, I started going out to other bars with those people once Old Chicago closed down. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it would always be like we'd be hanging out, drinking, or whatever. And then one guy in particular would be like, "You know what? You need I'm like what's that?" It's like you need tequila, <laughs> <laughs> which I'd always say I don't need tequila. And uh, he'd just—I mean, uh, didn't—I wouldn't say force feeding's the right word to use, but I, you know, I'd be like, okay, fine. Sure. And so he'd just buy me Patron all night. Oh, wow! <laughs> but Patron Silver, which is yep. the better kind, and yeah. man, that's that. Somehow, I'm still not disgusted by tequila. <laughs> yeah, but it's strong. There's oh, some, yes. there's some really good tequila out there, but like know also that there is also very bad tequila out there. Mm-hmm. Anything in a plastic bottle and gold is not not okay. Yeah. <laughs> not uh, not that anyone should be drinking in excess, especially if you're under 21. You put that out there, but be wary yeah, you're, of that. You're talking you're talking to men in their 30s right now, so when yeah. you can talk about this and I understand. <laughs> But when it's your time to shine, you guys, don't listen to us. Yeah, drink don't, responsibly. Don't listen to us, <laughs> or don't listen to us. Yeah, 
I mean, listen, uh, listen to us, but listen to our podcast. Just don't yeah. <laughs> actively listen to our advice. There was one time I went to a Jimmy World show in Chicago. Jimmy uh, Eat World. Jimmy Eat. Jimmy Ate the World. Um, and it was at the Metro, and we walked out after the show was over, and we're walking around Wrigleyville, and just in the street, just off the sidewalk, the gutter essentially um (laughs) there was a bottle of patron and it was full wow in that scenario do you take it no not a chance (laughs) not even wait wait wait. how old were you Mm, 23 22 all right let me put myself back in 23 year old brain yeah back in the 70s (laughs) wow i'd be like what's patron um, when having sex was like shaking hands. <laughs> yeah, remember. You can't do that anymore. Remember, just remember, Dustin. You were at Woodstock. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, if you're if you're 23, <laughs> do you take a full bottle of Patron that's in the gutter? I think I probably would have just because I was stupid. Yeah, if I'm 23, I'm probably dumb enough to fucking grab it. The bottle, like, the, the bottle had no plastic seal covering like it normally does. Just throwing that in there. Okay, <laughs> no, I think my twenty, yeah, if it like it looks like an open bottle, no, then my twenty, my twenty three year old self would still wouldn't. How, how drunk am I? Um, you. Ooh, that's a good. Had the minimum, so at least oh. two drinks. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm not I, picking it up. I, I can't honestly. I can't answer either way. I don't know. It depends on who's around me. It depends on like if I'm just trying to be stupid, a clown. We, uh, like we debated about it for like five minutes, and we, ultimately we decided not to. We left it because that's it's the right full. choice. Yeah, no, it's the right. That's the right choice. Tempting as it may be, but <laughs> that's the right choice. Yeah, because you know, it doesn't have the covering on it, but it's full. Who knows what's in there? It could be piss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't know. Everyone could have been pissed. The world is pissed. Yeah, and no thanks. And on the street of Chicago, yeah. Yeah, exactly. As tempting as it is, hard pass. Wrigleyville, Chicago, which has it's not bad, not a bad area. Not terrible. Also not. It's got some. It's got its moments for sure. (laughs) That was a story I haven't thought about in a long time. Which, which side of the uh, which side of the debate were you on? Were you pick pick it up or leave it? I was on both, honestly. <laughs> You're like, I mean, if we're gonna take on the it, one hand, it. it's like a thirty five dollar bottle. Sure, that's appears to be full, but at the same time, it it's not sealed, and who knows what's in it? So, I just hope you wouldn't have taken the first drink. Oh no, <laughs> cooler heads prevailed. <laughs> And by cooler heads, I mean smarter heads prevailed, and we decided to just kind of leave everything leave as is and let the next person deal with it. That's a great decision, or was a great decision. Thank you. And you're still alive today. I made it. If nothing else, I made it. Well, hi, Rizzo. <laughs> oh, heard that. <laughs> I heard that, too our guest guest speaker mm-hmm. Rizzo who is does he know that he's an emote I don't think he knows he's an emote which by the way 
if you're not subscribed to twitch.tv slash come get your podcast, you can have an emote of my dog's face staring into your soul. It's not bad. I enjoy it. I thought about getting like a happy photo of him and using that, but I I think it the better choice is where he's just looking at you like really dude. He's stoic like As always. <sighs> so what have you guys been up to? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Shut not up, picking up, not not drinking bottles found on the street. I think you know? we can all say we've never picked up a bottle of tequila off the street. Yeah, I think I can safely say I've never picked up any bottle from the street. <laughs> I can remember at least. Uh, not the strangest thing I found on the street of Chicago either. But <laughs> no, that, that also does not surprise me. That I believe. That I believe for sure. <laughs> um, so I. Oops. It's kind of a busy week, I'd say for me. Um, personally, why? Personal wise, um, so two things transpired this week. Um, yes. One, I I feel like I, I've done I've done the most in, the most adult thing I've ever done in my life, and I closed on or I didn't close on it yet, but an offer was accepted on a condo. That you put in? That I put in. Oh. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Big and congratulations. Like I told you guys uh, before, had you had told me four days ago that I would have put an offering on a condo, I would have been like, no. <laughs> you're like, you're out of your mind. Things move fast in the real estate world. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't stop around and look around every once in a while. You might miss Anyway, sorry. Not for real. <laughs> For real. So, so there's that. You as you guys as homeowners that we talked about before the episode, yeah. like, kind of nervous and stuff because I've never done it before. And, and you did I, the smart thing by getting a condo. Yeah, you guys, yeah. You, you guys, Jeff, and other people have, have scared me away from the house. I think. I, um, it's, no, I like owning a house, but it's like the difference is like once you're in the condo, like when we're done recording today, I have to go mow my yard. You won't have to do that. Yep, I want the shut up. Yeah. I won't have to do that stuff. Um, so that's good. So uh, shout out to our friend Carlos, who has been great mm-hmm. and Thank very you. responsive. And I, and I told him, I said, I, I'm, a, I'm a rookie here. And then I said, please be gentle. It's my first time. <laughs> Carlos is great. He helped us get our house. Um, and mine. And yeah, yeah and, you're, and yours too, Adam. Um, the second thing is I beat Breath of the Wild. Finally. Did, did you really? Okay. This is interesting to me. I did. As I interesting really... as you becoming a full blood full blooded American and owning a, possibly owning a piece of your own property. <laughs> yeah, that's why I started this is more important than the first one. That's why I brought the first one up first. Like, yeah guys, I I'd offer some kind of big deal. Um but, but really the, the big news is I beat Breath of the Wild. So I didn't start a new game. Um, I continued on my old one, and I and I know I said this at least in your stream, in one of your streams, Adam. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yes, yeah, so I started playing Breath of the Wild again," and I apparently I stopped at one of the Divine Beasts, mm-hmm. like at the Divine Beasts, and so that was a really uh, hey, welcome, welcome to the game again. Throwing right. you in the deep end, bud. Learn to play, um, and I did learn to play, and. <laughs> um, 
not only did I beat the game, I also did all 120 shrines. Holy. I That took a lot of time. I bet. Uh, there, there's some that I couldn't find, and I was getting, I was going to get annoyed. Was, there's one I couldn't find. I was like, are you... I'm only missing one. Um, of course. What the hell? Because uh, <laughs> I had two that I was that I knew what I had to do, but I, so I was going to save those for last. Mm-hmm. And and the nerd in me, the role play part of me, I saved the the courage one for last because Link is he is the Triforce of Courage, so I saved the last that for the last one. Um, and so those were fun to do, really, a lot of the time because I would usually try like when it became like. There's shrines you could find in that game where, like, it, it, it tests your strength, they call it, where you just got to fight an enemy. Mm-hmm. And, man, there was nothing more frustrating to me before than the combat in Zelda. Like, I was bad at it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just can't get... I just can't... Wasn't clicking? I wasn't clicking before. Um, I fuck Guardians up now. I'm parrying their laser beams. I'm doing all this shit. I, I got I got the Ganon, the Phantom Ganon armor He's from Ocarina of Time. I, I look badass. So... This all sounds so exciting. I have no idea what you're talking it's about. A, yeah, I was going to ask, like, these shrines, are they, like, the temples in Ocarina of Time? Or they're so not, like, like the that? Sh- the, the, there's no, like, temples in Breath of the Wild, really. Okay. Essentially. Like, yeah, go ahead. It's like, sh- the shrines are kind of like that. They're like the, the, the little mini dungeons. They're not long, okay. by any means, but they do test you in ways. Um, I highly encourage you to use a pro controller when you play Breath yep. of the Wild. Okay. Um, most of the time of me playing Breath of the Wild, I was playing not on the TV. I was doing it handheld, which was fine. That could be a little rough. It was rough at times. Um, I, at the last part of it, I did move, I did switch it back to my TV. Um, just because when trying to find the shrines, I wasn't trying to like really squint like where (laughs) on the map. I know that wasn't going to work. Um, there's enemies that are just still tough to me, like the, those Lionel, which is like the Setor oh. ones. Those guys are just not oh, those fun are, those to fight. Those ass, hats. Um, but once you really get, you know, you get the hang of it, you get some armor, you find out what you need to do. You, there's still so much more I could do. Once I'm telling clicks. you right now, I'm not going to find those 900 Korok seeds. Oh, man. I'm that's, not doing that. That's the last bastion. I'm never going to do that. That's too much. Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I, I was I was done with that thought. Say, I, I I have a one comment and one question. Mm-hmm. I think if you don't want to drop seventy eighty dollars on a pro controller, you can probably get away with the little with the Joy Cons in the little docked the, controller thing. Y- yeah, you can get away with that. I think the but my question is now that you've it, it started clicking for you and you've beaten it. Do you feel like it's a Zelda game now? So let me start with your comment first. Okay. Yes, you can get by with the Joy Cons because I didn't have a pro when I first started playing Breath of the Wild on Switch. I didn't have a pro controller yet, mm-hmm. and you definitely can get by on the on the Joy Cons. The problem with the Joy Cons for me is that the buttons are really small. Yes. On yeah. there, I have big hands. So, but I also started using. I, I've showed you guys those those Joy Cons I bought that are big ones. Mm-hmm. The problem with those is that they don't have the motions controls in them. Yeah. So, like, there are dungeons in, or the, the shrines in Breath of the Wild where you had to use the motion controls. So that was really. Annoying. I'd have to switch to the Joy-Cons. So I'm like, okay. And then you, okay. It's not impossible without them, but it is definitely no, a lot harder. Uh, it, if you if you don't have any motion controls, yeah, you'd have, you'd have to find some way to game the system. You'd have to system. really kind of find your, 
like a not jank your way through it, but like you'd have to really kind of <laughs> bend some boundaries. Yes, um, not impossible, like Adam said, but not the way the game is meant. Not the way you're meant <laughs> not to the shrine. Intended, sure. Not the intended. Also, shrines basically, like like Chris said, they're they test your skills and everything, and that's how you learn a lot of the mechanics of the game. Okay, um, but it's how you can level up your attributes and stuff. Instead okay. of like having to find four heart pieces, right? Yeah. Style. So there's the- it's there's that and stamina and a bunch of other stuff too. So okay. yeah, you can, I rec- I recommend um, raising your stamina first. Yeah, because if you get good at the combat, the hearts don't matter really in the end of it. Like you want to raise your hearts eventually, but uh, I do recommend because you do a lot of climbing in the game, a lot, mm-hmm. and that lowers your stamina. So. Um, I would recommend that get like the first when you start playing Breath, whenever you start playing Breath of the Wild, do the first circle yeah. of the stamina first, which is four, I believe, maybe five. Um, but if if and when you start it, you'll 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 see. Okay, it'll yeah, 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 yeah. that'll make sense. But I recommend the Pro Controller because it it has those motion controls built into it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the fact that it feels like a normal control and the Pro Controller is so great as just a controller. I, like, I mean, it really I, is. I think solid. I'm gonna. I think I'm just gonna. I'm, we're gonna get one anyway. I think we we were just talking about it the other day, where, um, because we we tried to play Animal Crossing just like together on the TV, just because we didn't know you could do that, mm-hmm. uh, and we just have little Joy Cons. So I was like, okay, well maybe we just get a Pro Controller and then we can each. Yep. You know. Yeah, that's what Misty. I knew one of us. Misty has the Pro Controller, and I just have the Joy Cons docked and the little controller thingy. Mm-hmm. That works out pretty yeah. well. Um, to your question, mm-hmm. so I've been pretty vocal about Breath of the, Breath of the Wild, and I, I again I I never have thought it's a bad game. It just has never felt like a Zelda game to me. Um, because when I when I think of Zelda games, I think of Link to the Past, I think of Ocarina of Time, I think of Skyward Sword, I think of Twilight Prince, like these games that I've played, um, which had that that element of Zelda that like that it's something about it. I it's hard to explain the element of Zelda, you know. So, like, Breath of the Wild was fun, but I didn't really, it didn't really click with me, you know? And I don't know if it's because maybe I was being stubborn, you know, who knows? Um, but, with that said, me going back into this game and playing it again and, and really honing in and doing a lot of side stuff, I have had the most fun with a Zelda game now that I've had before. To the point like- where I could go back into it, even though I've beaten it. And do and keep doing side stuff and explore and find and find things. I want to level up your armor. I want to try to do this. I want to beat those Lionel, those bitches because I don't want them to win. You know, <laughs> like like I practice. Like, so guardians in the game are those machines that and they'll shoot lasers at you, and any shield can can parry for, and reflect for the, Dustin, the beams. The guardians and Breath of the Wild. So you know, there's like those big kind of like conical shaped enemies that kind of fly around yeah and drop little ones they're the it's those okay okay yeah you know it's like an accurate time you know those one laser guys that will spin around yeah and when they see you they'll shoot a laser at you yeah yeah that's that's them but like more menacing okay um or if they hit you with, with a laser it'll tw- fuck 20, you up. 20 years of ai improvements <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> a little bit of upgrades Okay. Like I have, I have armor now. Where like if they hit me with a laser, it doesn't really do that much damage. But if they're really in the game, you're dead. Like it, it fucks you're you dead. up. Oh, okay. you're fucking done. You're, do you, just, okay. you're you're done. Now, like I'm not super far, super far, far into the game, uh, and I, I'm gonna let dust. I'm gonna 
bequeath uh, the Breath of the Wild playthrough to Dustin if he wants to stream it. Um, sure. Yeah. Do you did you like playing Fashion of the Wild? Because I I like playing Fashion of the Wild. What the fuck is Fashion I, of the Wild? I am a I I'm a, such a a role play person that I don't care if that armor is bad. Mm-hmm. If it looks cool, I'm gonna fucking wear it. Thank you. That's what I want to hear. The only time I, the only time I would switch is like if I was really losing, and I'm like, okay, I, I'm tired yeah. of taking this damage and getting hurt. So it, it's it's style over uh, substance, Dustin. Ah, it the st- it was so much of a style over substance thing that like there were times where okay, there's this armor you can get part of the DLC, and it you look like Phantom Ganon from Ocarina of Time, that mm-hmm. that boss in the Forest Temple, and it just looks badass. Yeah. And I would just wear that most of the time. I would not have a bow equipped. I would not have a shield equipped. I would not have a sword equipped. I would just be walking around with my cloak, just running around doing do you, shit. Do you have um? The, do you have the DLC? Excuse yeah, me. I have all of them. Did you get the motorcycle mount? I'm wor- I, That's a boss I have to fight okay. next. And I tried to do the motorcycle mount quickly. I was like, "This is so cool! I want to do this." Um, the problem is, is that that was before I really learned, like, relearn the mechanics and and and, mm-hmm. and honing that skill. So I got to that whole part where then you fight the boss at the end, and two, it's a toughie. It's a toughie. Okay. It's a toughie. Um, there's also the master trials. Um, I've heard those are exactly so, what they sound like. <laughs> so the master sword in the game. So Dustin, in the in the game, if you if you use your sword or weapons, they'll break, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, that is an element where I hated, but I have so many swords now that I don't even use most of them. Say you come by weapons fairly easily. Yeah, so even at, when they even when they break, rough. like you can have an, a you, you know, can replenish a, a bunch often. of them in your backpack. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. At, okay. At first, it's at first it's rough. Like when you're first starting out, like like you're really they wanted they they definitely want you to focus on. I feel like honing your skill first, and then be like, now that you kind of know what you're doing here is stuff you know um there there's an element there's a one of the towers and the towers are like the uh assassin's creed like eagle towers scout, eagle towers so you gotta it locks part of the map and stuff there was one tower i remember just being so hard and like it took me forever to get to i revisited that same place a couple days ago and i was like god man well i'm fucking sucked this is easy <laughs> Like what it was, I think this is so easy. Yeah, you just gotta um, learn, you gotta learn the basics, and once you learn okay. the basics, it's so important. It, it's they heavily encourage just being like, all right, now go do your thing. I mean, like, because you have to remember, technically, you, once you start the game, you can run to the final boss straight, straight away. Yep. So it's like almost set up to where it's like, okay, here's here's, uh, you're talking like 120 different shrines, right? Like here's 120 different things to just like hone your skills and do your thing. It's like whenever you feel like wanting to proceed with the story or fight the final boss, like go for there it. You go. Yep. Yeah, but like, there's, a, there, there's an opening area that's pretty cool. where you can't skip. It's like a tutorial, right? You okay. Get your, you, get your, yeah. you get your abilities and you get your glider. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, once you, once you pass that, it's called the great plateau. Then it's like, wherever you want to go, man, like they're like here's they give you one main quest right away it's like destroy ganon and then they give you a second quest which is like or you could probably do this stuff first and then that'll lead you down a path um <laughs> do you do you want to ride a steampunk motorcycle across hyrule here you go <laughs> i'm working fuck, on that fuck yeah that. <laughs> um so 
what was I getting at? So the the master trials. Um, yeah. So the master, you could eventually get the master sword, right? Like, like you don't need the master sword to be Ganon, but I highly recommend getting the master sword to be Ganon. Um, and there's there's a DLC because the master sword will run out of power. It doesn't break, but it runs out of power, and it, it'll take it takes like ten minutes for it to come back. The Master Trials allows you to, I believe, lower that time, but then also make it way more powerful. Mm-hmm. But here's how difficult the Master Trials are. It starts you out with nothing, and you have to re- you have to beat these enemies. And at first it starts really easy, but then you realize you start getting into really tough enemy fights where all you have is like this crappy wooden club that'll break after four hits and my bombs. <laughs> and yeah. I cannot get past level eight. They get real. <laughs> From what and I understand, if, and if you die and you lose, you have to start all the way over. Yep. Um, I've watched videos of like a, a really good streamer play it, and even he was like, "Oof, that was hard." He's like, "That was fun." He's like, "That's the most fun I've had in, in this game for a long time." But like, damn, that was tough. But damn, I'm gonna keep trying because I'm glad you've yeah. come around on it. I have definitely come around. Like, I, I, I haven't really, you know, I've been really playing it. I don't want to say in secret, but... Oh, I've I've seen you on Nintendo online. Yeah, (laughs) I've been on, and (laughs) I've been playing Breath of the Wild like crazy when when I've been able to, and so much so that it's kind of ruined my sleep schedule, because I would be playing until (laughs) 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, because I don't want to stop. Yeah. Because I was like, I gotta do these shrines, I gotta do do this armor, I gotta do this, I gotta do this. There's so much to do that, like, I didn't know where where to start, I where to stop. So the other day, Thursday, I wanted to beat it before we recorded. And I will tell you, just going to Hyrule Castle, I was wor- I was scared because like all those guardian enemies are there. I know it's a difficult area. I was like, oh my god, I, I I'm fearful of going to this place. Um, so I never went into the. I, I stayed away from the middle of the map because that's Hyrule Castle and the Hyrule where all the guardians are. I was always around the edges on the mountains exploring because I was bad at parrying and, and those those beams. Because if they if, if you have a shield and you try to parry, eventually it'll break and you'll just run out of shields. Yep. Um, but I've gotten pretty good at it now. You know, it's still it's such a timing thing where you're like, if you miss the timing, you get hit. Um, but once you learn it, yeah. Once once you learn it, it's it it gets easier for sure. So, um, Ganon, I can see that being a tough fight, but if you do everything, it makes it much easier. You know. You'll at least be okay. I watched a guy beat Ganon with a stick. <laughs> he was doing a glitch, though, um, in order oh. to keep the stick there. But the stick didn't do more damage. The stick was just two damage or something. So it took him eight hours to beat Ganon. But he did it. He did it on stream. So people were watching, but... Yeah, um, I had definitely come around. I I do think it's a, the more I got into it, the more the more the story was unlocked for me. The more you know, yeah, I I do think it's a Zelda game. I I'm actually considering playing it again. There's a master mode you can do, um, which is like hard mode, you know, like uh, Breath of the Wild. So we'll see, but I want to get that motorcycle. So you're for sure gonna get the second one now. Oh yeah, that, that's also a part of it too. I really wanted to experience the story and right. what it sets up for the second one. 
Yeah, it's more of a pride thing too. Like it's a Zelda. I gotta beat a Zelda game. A main, a main <laughs> store, a main Zelda game. Like the, the, the kind of the one-offs and stuff. Like your Phantom Hourglass and Spear Tracks or Oracle of Seasons and stuff. Like I don't. They might be good, but they, they're not. I don't think they're for me. Well, I'm glad you did it. Me too. Yeah. And and the fact of the matter is that you playing Ocarina of Time doesn't just got that. That got, Zelda urge gave you that you know, itch. Like, oh, God. <laughs> like, they're such good games, man. I, I was going to ask if that's what it was. Like, they was just, like, getting you that, that itch to play. So now, well, with, with have... well, so now with this, though, do you, like, again, what do you think I should play next? So, it's, Has that it, opinion it, it changed? Depends. It depends. Like, Breath okay. of the Wild is great. Breath of the Wild is massive, though. Yeah. It is so massive. That's um, not something you could do, like, side quest you can do a bunch of side quests but you it would i mean I, unless you want you can be streaming it for you know a year that's fine <laughs> yeah that's really up you to you every if you want to do everything man yeah that's gonna be a long time as far as like your, if you want to stream your zelda adventure um my recommendation is not breath of the wild my recommendation would be majora's mask or um or link to the past or if we could somehow find a way to play Wind Waker or Twilight Princess or something, you know? Well, what that. if I was to, like, if and when I go to uh, stream Breath of the Wild, what if I actually could play some of it not on stream, but just stick to side stuff? What do you mean, stick to side stuff off of stream and just the main stuff on stream? Oh, well, you could still do some side stuff on stream. Some that, main stuff that on would stream, be those shrines and stuff. How but I would like, do it. Yeah, just don't save it all for stream. Otherwise, like, yeah, like yeah. to Clark's point, like, <laughs> yeah, take all year because I can only stream three hours, like three and a half, four hours, whatever. I mean, and I don't every Sunday. Don't think, yeah, I, even off stream, I don't think you'd want to collect nine hundred seeds. Right. Yeah. Oh my god, I don't even want to do that. Are you or, kidding me? I will find. I will find them as I'm going along, but there's no or way. Even necessarily do all 120 shrines. Like you don't even have to do that. Like off stream, but. No. Uh, yeah. That's probably how I do it if you were to stream it. I want it. I want it to though. <laughs> well, yeah. If you want to, do it. I'm just saying for streaming um, purposes, not necessary. And even off stream, if you want to like level up, not super necessary. So for streaming purposes, I I, I mean I believe that's you're leaving it up to a vote. Yeah, so, yeah. Right? We're we're just yeah. We'll we'll include you know like we'll pick a few you know like a handful maybe like five different games and then we'll just let people vote on what's the next thing i'm gonna play and all yeah. be things that i have never played before so yeah i mean my recommendation just because it's more of like a, a transition pay, it's, it's an education for you is okay. to stick with some of the older ones yeah you know because because all that's the good thing about zelda except for like and even for the most part like Except for, like, the really, like, direct sequels. Like, I have not played Majora's Mask before, personally. I, you know, I didn't get it for 64. Mm-hmm. I know it's out for 3DS. Um, I gotta get my 3DS back from somebody I let borrow. And, <laughs> uh, I've never played it, and I do want to play it. But, like, every Zelda game is different. Like, I remember playing Ocarina of Time and then playing Wind Waker and being like, what? Th- what? This is not, this is it different. It makes more sense when and you then, think about, like, these are all different timelines. Yeah, the, the more you get into Zelda too, like I, I there's a video, there's a video, there's a um, when game trailers. Was I have still a around. bunch of literature I'd like you to read. 
<laughs> yeah, I also I I own the Hyrule Historia, but there's like a there's a very good video series that Game Shows did. It's it's a Zelda retrospective. Now this is right when Skyward Sword came out, so it doesn't include Breath of the Wild, which they still don't know, understand. They still don't really know where Breath of the Wild fits into the timeline. But like, you got to beat Ocarina Time, and then you're just like, what? <laughs> okay. Because okay. like no, it feels like none of them are connected. But if you watch, if you if you really like read up on it and and watch videos, like you're like, oh, okay. You can see where it's, they are connected. And it's so interesting because that allows the developers and creators to really go any direction they want, and be like, oh, because because this happened, we could do this, or because you know this hasn't happened, we could do this, you know, or something. Did you say Majora's Mask is the direct sequel to Ocarina yeah. of Time? Okay. Yeah. So it's. It's not normal for Zelda games to have direct sequels. Usually, like there are some There's that are. Was it but... was it just due to the success of Ocarina of Time back Partially. in the day? Like, do you think that's why? Okay. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Ocarina of Time um, really cemented Zelda as because before that there was, I, I believe there was like the Game Boy games and, you know, the Link to the Past on Super Nintendo. Still, I've said is probably my favorite one and. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just because the play I've played it so many times, and I think well, it's just a good a good time. Yeah, and that's uh, one that's one of the ones that's going to be on the list, right? Because mm-hmm. I can stream that from Switch, the Switch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think Ocarina of Time really like opened Zelda up to so many different people. You know, when the sixty four came out, it was it was huge, right? Yeah. And. Ocarina of Time was, like, so revolutionary at the time. Like, right? Now, you're like, there's some things that you're annoyed about when you play it, but it's like, ah, man, back then, that was like, what? Yeah, I like, can definitely we, see we, that as I play through it. Yeah, we joke with you, but it's like you're doing, like, the Bigoron Sword quest on stream. And it's like, <laughs> dude, we did that when we were 11, you know? Can you imagine? Like, yeah, no, I was like, there was no man. Like, internet was not really a huge thing. Like, it was around, don't get me wrong, but, like... I didn't use it to look up stuff for Ocarina of Time. No. Like I, like I used to Just for, like, finding, finding the frogs <laughs> in Metal Gear Solid 3. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I printed out the guide for those frogs in Metal God Gear Solid 3. frogs. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, it's it's up to you. I think I don't think you're going to be disappointed either way, you you know, you, the vote decides. Okay, um, yeah. Out of, like, Breath of the Wild is, is amazing. Out of those three games, it, it, you're going to have a good time no matter what. And then whatever else, if we add one or two more, like I'm sure, you know, we'll you'll make sure I, they're good games anyway. So, yeah, I I personally would love to see you play Wind Waker because when you look at Wind Waker, you're like, that's a fucking cartoon game. Like what? I don't get it, but it's so good. It's so good and. It's fun and the story is cr- it's story is good and it's mm-hmm. is, is yeah. it good? Hey man, fuck you! It's good. <laughs> Would you say it's good? I don't know how to. I was just fine. It's been a long time since I played it, but I remember just being like amazed by it. Was that the one that you'd said you you would have to like uh, we'd have to get creative? We'd have to find a way to find it? a Wii U. Well, okay. we could so we could find it on GameCube technically or GameCube. It, it, I have a GameCube. I, you know, I have that. I think you still have that RCA HDMI. I do converter. Yep. Yep. So you just have to find the game on GameCube, and you just stream from the GameCube. Okay. Or you find a Wii U and play the HD version of it. That's the more recommended route because it's the HD version. But, uh, yeah. Either and way. also to kind of circle back to 
like Majora's Mask being a direct sequel because Ocarina of Time is so popular. The only reason, yeah. like, Wind Waker is touted as a very, very good game, but when it came out, it did not go over well, which is why there's been no sequel. Yeah. Well, there's been sequels to Wind Waker. But not, like, a direct next game sequel. Oh, my God. Those are those 3DS ones. Ocarina of Time, like, then Majora's Mask, and then we got, eventually we got Wind Waker, and then there's some weird offshoots. It's it, it's it's Wind Waker and then it's Phantom Hourglass and then it's but Spirit that came Tracks, out around Skyward Spirit. Sword didn't or not Skyward Sword uh Twilight Princess didn't it? They came out around the same time, but they're a direct sequel to Wind okay. Waker, technically. But not on a main con- not on a main console is basically no. what I was getting at. No, these are like the this was like the 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 DS and those were definitely targeted at kids. Yeah. Um, okay. And I tried to play the Phantom Hourglass. It's like. Eh. But they got weird stuff like yeah, like Four Swords Adventures and Minish Cap and uh, Four Swords Adventures was like it's a co-op Zelda game, you yeah. know. How how would that even work? It's in the story. Who's who, who's your who's the, the other op? The main you know the main. I mean? It's either the computer or it's, it's not the computer. It's like yourself, and they they all do the same thing, or somebody else can control them. Right. And the, the the from what I understand is like you get the sword I forget what it's called and then it like clones you, <laughs> like also like four four links appear. Oh, because I was gonna be like, who's the other character? Oh, you're yeah. both Link. Okay. So it, it's just there's so many iterations of Zelda, but my recommendation is to stick with the main ones at least. Okay. And then if you decide. Yeah, at the console, like, yeah, your 64, Super Nintendo, Wii U, Wii, things like that. If you could find Skyward Sword, sure, play it. I didn't really like it that much, but as far as story goes, it's important. But you could probably just watch a YouTube video on it. (laughs) (laughs) Just because they focus so much on the motion controls, and I hate it. Um, But yeah, so that's, that's, that's my journey with Breath of the Wild, and I very much enjoyed it. And now we have two two episodes of coming to your podcast, which have been Zelda focused on. <laughs> and I apologize, but I, I just wanted to make sure that people understood that, like I yeah. now I do consider it a Zelda game, and I, I my stance on it has changed, and I couldn't be more happy about it. Good. So about this PS Five, huh? What's <laughs> June fourth? supposedly a date yeah we're gonna get some more yeah playstation tweeted and put on their facebook and stuff that uh they're gonna there's gonna be more details about the playstation 5 on june 4th um i i have a feeling we're gonna get potentially launch titles and Mm -hmm. the reveal yeah that's what i was looking for like the look of it that's what i'm expecting and we've we've already had the specs yep um and the the more that comes out about this, the like we got the specs a long time ago, but the more that like developers and stuff are talking about the PS5, it's just like, wow. I think one of the Sony execs was like, we don't want you guys to focus on making sure these games can be played on PS4 and PS5. We really want you to focus on the PS5 and use the potential that it can be. Which used also at. doesn't speak yeah good to backwards compatibility, by the way. No, it, it does, does not. Um, but I I, I just want to know what it looks like. Because I'm tired of seeing this yeah. stupid ass dev console. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it looks like a router. It really looks weird. Yeah, 
Like that's just show us what it looks like. What do you guys want for launch titles? I don't even know. Um, no. I'm thinking that I don't think these are launch titles, but I think they might be announced for the PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, is God of War two and um, Spider Man? I'd take announcements two. for both of those. Yeah, same. That's kind of it, though. Like honestly, like Ghost of Tsushima looks Ghost of Tsushima looks really good, but I'm like I, I'm nothing's like I don't know yes. if that yeah I don't know if that yeah I don't know like if that's like the launch title you know yeah I mean we're gonna have God's plan and that's the um, same I mean like I and I know you're really excited about it it's not grabbing me in the right way which is fine honestly like uh, it looks good um but it doesn't look like anything that's gonna be for me that's just me I think Spider-Man 2 would be cool if you know, you like because you know how how almost like when they showed it at E three, like the first Spider Man, how everybody was like, "Holy shit, look at these graphics!" Like, mm-hmm. I think it would be cool since that's kind of still somewhat fresh in everybody's brain. If you could, can we get puddle get puddle P- game you know? And then, yeah, exactly. But then actually see like, hey, this is where this is this puddle will actually be here this time because we can actually do this, <laughs> that type of stuff. Like I don't know. Like I'd, I'd like to see the difference where it's like this is. Remember how amazing this looked? Like now look at this. It's like that. I well, think, I think that too, would be cool. Like they when they first got like the specs of the, of the PlayStation Five and stuff, and they showed mm-hmm. gameplay. Like they used Spider Man, you know, to show the transitions and how fast it would be and. You know, I think it would be interesting. Um, I, ideally, it would be cool if they like, yeah, these are our launch titles. We didn't want to, you know, they're announced and they'll be ready at the PlayStation 5 launch. You'd be like, oh, yeah. shit. I think they would drive their sales up. But at the same time, I don't want to, you know, I, with games like those, I would take your time. What, yes. make, make what if we got the official announcement for the next Rocksteady game? Ugh! <laughs> don't play with my emotions. I don't, who knows? The only thing they've said about it is that it is not a Superman right. game. This can That's be an Arkham it. game, almost certainly, I think. But the thing like the Court of Owls has been heavily rumored, which is interesting. If you, I looked up the Court of Owls a couple weeks ago. It's, it's kind of crazy story, but I think it'd be pretty cool if yeah. they did a version of Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. The game that was like a great movie. If you never saw it. I spent a lot of time, but maybe Batman Beyond, probably not. But be interesting. I don't know. I mean, I think I think Rocksteady is just ready. I think it's been how long has it been since Arkham Knight? Ooh, for five years, four years. Uh, it's been a long. T- I. It's been a long time. I think I want to say five years. Yeah. I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying to think of what else, uh, like. It- Really, the only thing I really want from it is what it looks like, yeah, price years. point, yeah, release date. Maybe I mean release date is doesn't really matter to me because I'm assume, I'm not going to be getting one until sometime next year. Right. It would have to it really for me to be buying this like right away. It would have to it would have to have a killer launch. Yep. You know, like titles. Um, I I can safely say I'm going to get one. Yeah. It's just a question of when. I don't know. But I think it would have to be like like one of those two games, honestly. 
it had to be it had to be one of those two games. I would even maybe even like Horizon Zero Dawn, a, a sequel to that. That was I don't know if you guys have played that. Um, I have not, but I do own it. So I own it, and it's on, it, it's on my it list. It really is great. It's so that. great. Um, hmm. What if what if I bought a Bloodborne sequel, Adam? Well, I was going to say Elden Ring, which is the next game from From Software, from From Software, yeah. <laughs> from From, uh, which is you know, so it's From Software, uh, and then the story is was co-written by George R. R. Martin. <laughs> So that should be interesting. Yeah, and we're about we're about due for it because uh, we have had nothing but like a little teaser trailer. So I take that in a heartbeat. What about more Elder Scrolls stuff? Yeah. Uh, didn't Elder Scrolls Online just come out with a new expansion? Yeah. What? I, well, yeah, Elder Scrolls Online. I was talking about like the the main. Oh no, series. we're not going to get anything from that from Todd no. for another couple of years. <laughs> Could you imagine if they just like surprise dropped GTA Six? I would be surprised <laughs> if if it was yeah if it was something like that. I'm yeah I'd have to, I would try to pre order. I read an article thing. saying that they're not thinking GTA Six is going to be here till 2023, 2024. That's not surprising. No, <laughs> <laughs> the size of that eventual game yeah that's not surprising and on it like I, I okay i obviously still haven't com- beaten the story in red dead 2 but the way red dead online this time around shook out like i'm not excited for gta 6's online mode yeah they, i don't know what they really did with the red dead online like she, they, they they did very well in my opinion with um at least a second half we'll say of the gta online yeah like i remember when gta online first came out i was like oh this is fun there's not really a lot to do but then they started doing way more stuff and yeah i mean I've, I've said it before like we would we would do we'd play once a year and then that i'd be it i'd uninstall right away um but with all the stuff they added you know over the past couple of years like the last time you know on game day when we played Grand Theft Auto, I did not uninstall it. Like we did a bunch of heists and yep. so much stuff afterwards. I had a lot of fun with it. So, I mean, I haven't gone back to check Red Dead Two online uh, to see if they have fixed some of those things because I just know that like when you get killed and then you spawn back in on your feet and then those people are on their horses and you're not too far away. It's just like, it's like an endless loop of just getting murdered. <laughs> oh, outside looking in perspective, having that happen to Dustin, I was laughing most of the time because yeah. Dustin would get killed and spawn. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like this is bullshit. It just got frustrating, man. And then they had like missions to like, <clears throat> you have to go assassinate another player on the map. Like, don't make that a part of like the, like the online campaign like mission stuff like that's not cool it it's also partially due to the time period it's set in you can't capture the same magic that gta 5 online has right. so you're kind of, they're kind of pigeonholed but i don't know it's i don't like i don't know what they're going to do for gta 6 obviously and if we're still a few years out like they maybe they'll figure it out and everything but uh, gta 5 online is just so good in so many different ways that I don't know if they can possibly capture that magic again, which is kind of also like just making me very blah about the game. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like I could see myself playing a lot of Red Dead 2 online if we could have like a private server with us and our friends. Yeah, that would be fun. 
You know, like then you can actually experience that whole world because it's gigantic. But like you could go hunting as a party and go do little missions or do wild west shenanigans. So cool. Yeah, like it would. Yeah. That, the beauty that of the would first be even really fun. Because <laughs> exactly, you, do, you you could definitely do like heist. It's a perfect environment for heist. Yeah, know, really, if you think about it, because bank robberies, train robberies, you know, train robberies. Yeah, that would you know? be that would you know, be so stuff fun you do in the do. campaign. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want. I just want Rockstar to not give up on their single player. Like they have great single player stories, mm-hmm. right? Really, like with GTA Five, like they were, they were like, yeah, we're gonna have DLC and, and episodes and stuff. And then they just, with the success of GTA Online, they just gave up on it. Is there anything it's like, guys. to kind of work off of that and go with the PS Five thing? Like, do you think there's any more that could show a cyberpunk to us? Is there anything we we still want to know about that game? And the genital modifications. How of big can your dick be? <laughs> And is there points of articulation on it to make it any shape you want? Yeah, I mean, we're talking like you can get a Prince Albert. Is that is, is that what we're talking about with this customization? You can go that level. Who knows? We don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm already sold on this game. Like, I know the three of us are already like in. Oh yeah, pre pre ordered. It's paid. Well, what what it's like? I you know we're it, admittedly like we all were late. To the Witcher game, yeah. I still haven't experienced it. <laughs> well, yeah, Dustin hasn't even played it. But like, Adam, I know you you've streamed it a couple times. There's too many games right now that like I keep wanting. I keep there wanting to that, and like that's the the shitty part is because I only stream two nights a week. Like I have, you know, there's only two games I can play per week, and there's mm-hmm. a bunch of really good games out there. But like, I don't want to, yeah. you know, I keep finding new games to try out and stuff like that. I do like watching the side stuff. Like the watching watching you play The Witcher and doing all that side stuff makes me want to play the all game right, so doing bad. Doing a Tuesday, <laughs> streaming on a Tuesday. Uh, well, you just got to streaming um, Man Eater. Yeah, yeah. That which is a which is a great game. Uh, if you don't know what it is, you're a shark and you eat things. That's it, <laughs> including people. <laughs> that's pretty much at, at its core. That's what it is. But it's also a pretty in depth RPG. Um, where you can mutate and modify your shark to have like electric jaws uh, to eat things with and stun things with, but and I don't know. There, there's an overarching story uh, which I haven't gotten too far into yet. Um, the only thing I really know, other than it's a lot of fun, is <laughs> it, it's hell on your hand, on your right hand specifically. But how like, what exactly so is it, is, it, is it the joystick or it's a combination of you to eat things to lunge at things is r2 pressing or holding some enemies not no not enemies some prey you can eat um if you mm-hmm. hold r2 and you get them in your jaws you can chomp you can chomp on them a bunch by mashing r2 uh other enemies require you to thrash which means with the right stick, you have to just like whip it back and forth, and you can't do it slowly. You have to go side to side, and it can't be up and down or at an angle. Like it has to be basically side to side, thrashing the right stick, and while holding R two. And like those are tendons you don't really exercise, <laughs> yeah. and it's it's rough. Um, my wife has carpal tunnel. Uh, or like the early stages of it and she's the one who bought the game and tried it out and it killed her hand 
Oh, I bet. And um, I mean, I'm used to you know that kind of motion a little bit more with like duty and stuff like that. There are certain semi-automatic weapons you got to just press R two every time you want to fire, and then while looking mm-hmm. and aiming and stuff like that with the right stick. But that my hand was hurting by the end of the session, and like I there's a it looks like there's stuff you can do to like remap the controls but I don't know if that's a possibility. And if it's not, like, I don't, I honestly don't know if I can finish that game. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see. But overall, like, it's a blast. It's just Chris Parnell's a narrator slash David Attenborough type, and he's hilarious. Yeah, I was, I was, because I was playing Breath of the Wild and and watching and listening at the same time. And, like, I would hear you thrash and be a shark, but then all of a sudden I would hear a voice that was familiar. I was like, what? Yeah, is this a documentary? Well, like the whole so the whole game is set up like kind of like a Discovery Channel TLC nature show where like it's about this um, his name's like Scaly Pete and he owns a fishing boat and stuff like that and it's just following him around. There's like a camera crew and everything, and then events happen which lead to. Uh, game your gameplay and then Chris Parnell's just there talking about sharks and different prey and uh, <laughs> lore about the world you're in it's which is somewhere in Louisiana uh, and it's he's it's hilarious but then, like the first time Misty was playing it I was playing in a different game and just watching and listening a little bit I'm like whose voice is that guy? And she's like, I don't know. I recognize it. And I'm like, I do too. I'm like, I really listened to it. And I was like, I think that's Chris Parnell. And she's like, who? And I'm like, Cyril from Archer. And then we looked yeah. it up and it was. So It's fun. It's just hell on your hand. <laughs> if uh, you, ha- I wonder if you, I, I wonder if you'll get abilities later on in the game that help. I don't think so. It's no, like this it's is like, it's like this is how you do this is one of the first things you learn when you like start opening up the game. It's like this you do this, you do this, and those mechanics aren't gonna change. No. Okay. So if you have wrist problems in your right arm or hand, I don't think I'd recommend the game for you. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> can you get can you get this on PC? Um, I don't know, actually. Let me look. Got my phones right here. Because I wonder if if you can get it on PC. I wonder if like that's the way to play it. Because you may just be able to like latch on with a mouse button and whip it side to side with the same mouse. It is on PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and Windows. So yeah, there that might go. be the way to do it. Yeah, because like it's a great game. It's made by Deep Silver, the people who made Dead Island. Like, and I love the Dead Island, the first Dead Island game. The second one's all right too, but um, it's funny, witty, like, and good gameplay and it's fun. i mean it's fun as hell yeah. to be a shark and swim around and eat things so it's got that <laughs> yeah. going for it it's just if you're on console it will hurt your hand and like i said also said like and i'll touch on this hopefully next time if we remember but there are you can change the control scheme uh and possibly map buttons individually but i don't so like it could be fixed we'll see potentially, potentially. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Maybe Maneater HD on PS5. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the launch title. Have has uh, 2K announced if I'm assuming Borderlands 3 is going to be on PS5, right? Or 
next gen consoles. I mean, I mean the way that all other Borderlands games have been. Like, you, Borderlands Two is turning into like Skyrim almost. Like, in a way, yeah. <laughs> on all consoles. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. true. New DLC coming out for that late June. Wait for Borderlands yeah. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Then also, it was rumored a while ago, and I think we might have touched on it that Kate Blanchett was rumored to be uh, Lilith in the Borderlands movie. Mm-hmm. Now, this past week, it was officially confirmed she's going to be in the movie. One website, maybe a few, are saying that it is Lilith, but I haven't seen those yet. Yeah, I mean, Variety said it was Variety's Lilith. Variety's probably pretty I reputable mean, for that. They're pretty reputable for, yeah. for, the, for the Hollywood news. Um, and it's directed by Eli Roth, so it's like... It's well, kind of interesting. I'm intrigued to see what that works. Well, and if she's not Lilith, who is she going to be? A siren. Yeah, see, I, it would be would be big my name guess. like that. Galadriel, Hella, you know, like she's going to be a, a siren because yeah. sirens are so important to that storyline. Yeah, and it's like it's Kate Blanchett, so which is it's got to be. She's got to be Lilith. Such a huge actress, too. Honestly, yeah. For a video game, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Like, and we we doesn't like I said touched on this before we started recording. Is that like, you know, video game movies have a sordid history. History being <laughs> being bad. You yeah. Know, really. um, I think with we have two successes. You know, with Sonic and Detective Pikachu, that maybe it's it's time they realize. I, I think that Hollywood's realizing like how big video games are really. You know, they're suppressed. There's they are overcoming, surpassing movies as far as you know revenue and things, and like maybe they're finally taking it seriously. Like, wow, these are stories. I mean, look at that. The Last yeah, of Us and Last huge. of Us Two, like, or uh, Uncharted. Those are some cinematic games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hope they realize that they don't have to be. They don't uh, not video games don't have to be movies. Like, I'm glad they decided to go to a series with the last of us yes i wish they would have done that with we talked about with ready player one like i think they could have told that book in a series and it would have been better than trying to redo it in a Mm -hmm. movie um but it's just they're so cinematic and there's so much story like last of us i will still hit you hard if you're not, if you've never played it, or even if you played it before, and you're like, "Oh I'm, shit, I forgot I'm about that." I'm waiting to see how um, the Last of Us Part Two makes me openly cry in the first twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, but okay. like, yeah, you that opening the Last of Us. Is, <laughs> so, as far yeah. as Borderlands the movie goes, I'm looking at the IMDb page right now, and the only actor listed is Kate Blanchett. And then yeah. Eli Roth is director who's done like I, I really enjoy the first Hostel movie. It's real messed up, but that's the point. Hostel yeah. 2 is okay. I really like Cabin Fever. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. And then that's I mean, out of the, all the other things he's directed, those are the only ones that like I'm like, oh yeah, that. Um, however, where it gets interesting is the writing crew. I was just looking Craig at Mason. that too. Uh, who wrote, or at least helped write, a, the, a couple of the Hangover movies? Not the good ones. Not the good one, unfortunately, but two and three. Um, okay. He had parts okay. in Scary Movie three and four. He wrote the screenplay and story for Rocket Man, starring um, 
uh, fucking what's his face, Harlan Williams. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so like you're like, eh, okay, not great. And then it yeah. gets to he created Chernobyl the miniseries, which was fantastic. I and he's helping create the Last of Us TV series as well. And Huntsman, the Huntsman movies have are actually pretty decent from what I understand. He wrote, uh, I believe, the sequel. So he's got some chops. Okay. Uh, and then the other guy is Aaron Berg, who I think he's newer because he only has... Yeah, I don't think no, he's he has six plate. things um, for writing credits, and I recognize two of them. One of them being Borderlands, and the other one being mm-hmm. just, I don't know if it's even a movie, but or it might be coming out later, G.I. Joe Ever Vigilant. And I only recognize it because of G.I. Joe. So. <laughs> okay. Who knows? Um, I don't know. For me, the... I don't know. Eli, it, it depends on which Eli Roth we get. In all honesty. Because he's had some real shit he, movies <laughs> that he's written he's and directed. So it's kind of a shock value guy. Yeah, like well he, well he also like it's like go big or go home. So like he'll go for it and if it just doesn't land, it just right. doesn't work out. But if it does work, like Cabin Fever, love it it's fantastic so i've heard good things about knock knock and the house with a clock on its walls i haven't seen either so i don't I mean, he's might be on a couple good ones um the bruce willis mm-hmm. death wish i don't know that never interested me <laughs> no i was never into death wish anyway but yeah not for me either well then it also depends on like how much they try to change some of these stories because it's gonna it's because it's gonna be different everybody just has to know it's not gonna be exactly the game right so like you're gonna have to expect some level of creativity on their part but i don't know it, it it's things like these just worry me because you get the people like those executives that like no people are gonna like this do it like this it's like well that's and that's where i think like eli roth is good for that because he doesn't care (laughs) true that could work or it might not i don't it's even with like a good actress and big name like kate planchette i'm not excited for this movie (laughs) I don't think it's necessary. It's I don't think it's necessary either, and I don't know I don't know why they choose Borderlands. I don't think Borderlands is a movie that is good for a movie or even a show, honestly. I I it's so like it's so awkward. I don't want to say awkward, but it's like it's so out there and, and, and quirky of a story and premise and all the crazy things like I I think it it fits best where it's currently at. I wouldn't mind being you proven know? wrong. Oh, of course. I would love to be proven wrong. How like what art style are they going to do this in? Like, is it just going to be live I action? I think it's live or action. Are we going to yeah. get the? Are we going to see Scar- Scanner Ooh. Darkly? Or yeah, is it going to be like Scanner Darkly, work. where it's, you're going to see those lines? You know, where it's like, I don't know. Tales of the Borderlands is nothing like the, uh, you know, core Borderlands games, obviously, because it was a Telltale game. 
so that had right. a lot more narrative driven narrative focused implements yeah. which could work for film or tv so maybe they go off of that but like if Kate Blanchett is probably going to be Lilith I don't I actually I have no I haven't played Tales of the Borderlands the main cast could make cameos I'm assuming they're at least referenced a bunch but you know it's I'm very hesitant they're going to have to nail the CGI in this movie and there's going to have to be quite a bit of it for that environment and those CGI well the enemies the bosses the situations you find yourself in the different characters like you're gonna you're just gonna also, have to also i can 1000 percent see uh randy pitchford fucking this movie up <laughs> yes because he's gonna have entirely a hand in god dang it so time will tell i got i mean eh eh that's that's how I feel. That's how I feel about it, and that's how I feel about a lot of things. But I mean, eh. yeah, uh, we'll see. Like when they, like, I, I know like Last of Us is going to be a movie, and I was like, mm. but then when they changed it, now it's going to be a TV show. I'm like, okay, yeah. I feel like this is a better. Suit, you, this is better suited. Yeah. HBO and like if style. you ever are able to watch Chernobyl, you'll when when you realize that that guy is also making the Last of Us series and writing Borderlands, you're like. Okay, there's some good distinct possibilities here, but yeah, yep. Chernobyl was so good. I know I've said it like eight times already, but <laughs> Katie and I are actually watching, like watching through all of the Star Wars movies right now. Like we went, to, uh, we watched episodes one, two, and three, and those are just now that we've gotten those out of the way, we are upwards and onwards from here on. I out. I think two one is. No. One's I'd, bad. I will never like one, I don't think. But like two and three, I think they definitely have their moments. They do. Even uh, one has its moments. Two moments. <laughs> yeah. Two well, moments. The, la- the last one. Pad racing and dual fates. Yeah. Two isn't bad, in all honesty. Three actually isn't bad. Um, yeah. But now we're like getting into solo. Then we're going to do rogue one and then we're gonna go into the nice yeah and then we're gonna go into the original trilogy and then we're gonna end it off so like honestly from here on out every single one of these movies in my opinion is better than any of the and, any of the prequels and i don't think that solo deserved the hate that it got no i like solo i enjoy that movie uh simply because i it we're all we're already at like an hour 10 and i don't want this to go to an hour 30 i'm gonna stay silent <laughs> yeah we're talking about star wars so Daddy's recording. This one. I'm, I'm good. You can't be barking. I, f- I thought you were talking to Chris for a second. <laughs> for a hat second. Daddy's I recording that. right now, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Chris is like, yeah, I'm editing. He's like, Daddy's recording. I was like, what? Yeah, you're <laughs> in your house and stroke you off with a broom. <laughs> are you, are you Philip Seymour Hoffman? I'm going to come to your house. To, uh... <laughs> so you can resume your... You're hitting the table with your tail, bud. That's that's picking up on the microphone. I can that hear is. that. I can hear it. Can... Oh, this has gone off rails. Good boy. <laughs> that's fine if you don't want to talk about it. I think that's smart. I do like. I would do. I think I would like at one point. Uh, for, now that the Star Wars story, the Skywalker story is over, I would think we should do like a retrospective. I'm now. That's that's probably I'm a good idea. Turned forty years old this year. It did. 
So, but in order to, I mean, in order to do that, I guess I gotta need watch. Treasure Valley, you should, you should probably watch. I do too. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's been a while since we've had a Star Wars up, and I think if yeah, if we can get through Clone Wars, then I think we could have a pretty decent All shebang. Right, I promise. If we're gonna be doing a retrospective, I promise I will. Thank I will watch you. Clone Wars. How many seasons seven. is that? Seven, seven, eight, nine, seven no. total. Uh, okay. Get th- just you gotta you know I've said it before. Put your head down. Get through one through three, and then somewhere in three it it gets and even two it gets real good. <laughs> And then it's like great from there on out. All right. I deal. mean, numerous people on the social medias are hailing this last season, the final season. There's so. a yeah. few episodes. It takes a few episodes to get going. And then there's like an- another episode or two where you're just kind of like, okay. Like it, it's, I thought they was, they were still important, but like online people are bashing some of the later episodes, but the final four episodes is, are better than the last two sequels. So Oh, man, that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> so don't he has to touch the table like all time? I swear to God. Anyway, um, I think that's gonna kind of bring us to our end here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. It's, uh, it's that time. You know, gotta. It's that time. Um, tweet corner. Corner. Tweet. 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 Tweet corner. corner. Tweet corner. corner? Jeff allegedly, Adam Jeff <laughs> asked us, asked you to join a podcast. Come get your power rankings. Top three greatest memes of all time. Go. Is this our collective or individual? I mean, number one's got to be Jordan crying meme, right? Mm, it's up Ooh. there. I mean, can you get better than that? Uh, okay. All right. In, individuals. So, okay, hold individual on. We gotta, I think okay. we need. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, Chris, if you want to I mean, go. I already know you're number said, one. Charting, crying meme. Yeah. I mean, my number one, I think like, it's so universal that you can put it in anywhere. Um, number two would probably have to be, like, the the smart. Oh, the dude tapping meme, his head? You know? Yeah, the guy that looks like he's from the 1970s, but he's actually from, like, 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. A third one? Like, top me? Maybe, uh, what's his name from Lord of the Rings? Sean Bean? It's a- like. One does not simply. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's pretty good. Uh, for me, it was Drake. Right, you got the top panel where he's got the hand away, and then the bottom one he's pointing oh, yeah. at it. You know that one? Um, I like the uh, Spider-Man pointing back at himself. <laughs> <laughs> that one always makes me laugh in any situation. Um. And then I think the third one's like, uh, what was it? Oh my god, I just forgot the uh, the fry. Uh, Shut up and take my money, or were the world yeah, one that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. I was like, I, I like the I like the money one, but I like for some reason the one where he's squinting when he's like <laughs> suspicious always makes me laugh. Um. Okay. Shit, this is hard. There's so many good ones. Yeah. I honestly almost forgot about the Jordan Crying meme until you said it. I was like, of course. Somewhere between Grumpy Cat or uh, Oh Shit, It's Dat Boy. Uh, That one always makes me laugh. I think those might be three and two for me, actually. We're going to go Grumpy Cat and then It's Dat Boy. 
explaining things. Uh, but number number one for me, far and away, is um, the the dog in the room that's on fire. And like, this is fine. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. So J- Jordan's not on even on my top three. I apologize to Chris specifically. But that's the thing with memes is that there There's are a zillion so of them because like technically. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say I like I just remembered the. Um... I don't know what it's called. It's the dudes looking back at the the Distracted woman walking boyfriend. past. Is that yeah, yeah, like right. <laughs> and the different variations yeah, like of Michael that. Jackson eating popcorn in a movie theater. That one's always fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> just came here to read the comments. <laughs> if we had to do a top, uh, come get your podcast top three. What do you think they would be? Again, there's so many of them. Cause, I don't yeah, because all three of our lists were different. Scumbag Steve or Stacy, like if you want to go old school. Ceiling Cat. Ermagerd. Ceiling Cat. Ermagerd. Uh, Bad Luck Brian. Pop Tart Cat. <laughs> or Nyan Cat. I good Guy Good Guy Greg. Good guy Greg. Um, what, about the, what about the old man that's like the stock photo? Oh, uh, Herman or whatever oh, his yeah. name is. Herman. Yeah. yeah. What about the, what, what the one we always see recently? The. The woman yelling at oh, the Oh, that cat. one's good. I forget the name. I don't know the name of that one. Arthur's <laughs> clenched fist. <laughs> Arthur's, that was... I, man, I forgot about that. That was... Hashtag winning. Come on. That was so good. Dick butt. Oh dick God. butt, guys. Dick butt. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> There's too many. Yeah. I don't I don't think we could have a collective top three. There's it would no take way. us a long time. Yep. Yep. There's, yeah, there's that some. whole I forgot the movie. It's not Valkyrie, but it's the one where Hitler's in the bunker and like discussing like in the actual movies discussing like how to escape nine, escape nine, Germany. Nine. But like then he like everyone realizes like they're just gonna have to commit suicide. <laughs> yeah, and then people just inter- like put their own captions in so they can be talking about whatever. Oh man, what about the girl running away that has like the ice cream cone? Mm-hmm. In her hand? Oh Numa, my Numa. god, her. <laughs> Yeah. Double rainbow guy, rip. But then you got Tiger, Tiger King. Tiger King, yeah. Stuff now too. So oh, of course. I will never I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> Gangnam style. <laughs> oh my There's, god. So I'm just gonna say I think too many out there way too many. Yeah. For yeah. Ha- to have a collective uh, we could do it. It would just take a long time. Jeff, what's your top three? And anybody else? Yeah. It'll it'll honestly make us smile. So send all the memes you got. That we're, we're here. We're here for it. And yes, you can please. send us those memes at any of our social media places, which includes Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at CGY Podcast. Um, you can also, if you want to email, like put it on our forums, on our website, you can go to comegetyourpodcast.com. Uh, also on our, our website, we have our, our SS feed of our entire catalog of episodes. And if you don't want to go there, you can find them on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, pretty much wherever you, you consume your podcasts. We're, we're probably there. Uh, and it would greatly help us out if you would like to leave us a rating or a comment. Just bumps up our name a little bit in their SEO search engine stuff. Uh, and you might see us other places as well because of that. You can also find us streaming five nights a week over at twitch.tv slash come get your podcast. Uh, and if you see something that you like and you haven't already, give us a follow. Uh, and you could 
get a notification on your device of choice when we go live. And we're streaming a bunch of different things right now. Sundays are Ocarina Time. Uh, Chris has started a playthrough of FF9, which I don't know if that'll keep going or not, but it's always enjoyable to see. Mm-hmm. It, I, my, I, it's a good game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, that could be my... I even said yesterday after I stopped streaming that like I could just play tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah. Like, or today. There's I been several times where I'm like, you know, I got if I have nothing else going on Saturday, I'm like, do I want to? And so, I don't know. You, we might jump in on Saturdays. My wife and I do IRL streams every so often when we come up with fun ideas, which we have a bunch coming. Um, we just need to figure out logistics. And then uh, I've been bouncing around through Witcher 3 and what other other games are tickling my fancy. Um, sometimes I play COD, which isn't you know super exciting, but it's a way I can, can keep in connection with our friend Brad, who's down in Texas. So mm. that's mainly why I do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So twitch.tv slash come get your podcasts. And uh, yeah, if you uh, think of any questions you like to ask, you can drop us a hashtag tweet corner on any of those social media platforms as well. We'll read it on air and come up with some kind of dumb answer to give you. And I think that's going to do it uh, for housekeeping. So as always, we end every episode with a shower thought from Reddit. And then this week's shower thought comes from user Chaz Pitch. Chaz Pick? Anyway. (laughs) Being scared of deep water is being scared of heights, but in the water. That's you're not wrong. I'm Matt. Yeah, dude, I have fucking fears of both. For episode 77 of Come Get Your Water. I've been your host, Adam. I've been Dustin. Yeah, I gotta take a Xanax and Chris. Bye. Kuba diving. <laughs> you don't catch me, Kuba diving. <laughs>